0: What is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now, here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here.
1: To the world we've been
2: Gary and Dane,
3: welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. We're here. We're, well, you're always here, Dane. What else is new? Exactly, and I'm on, I'm here on the show. Me and I the know. Gary. That's very unusual. So, and we have a very special guest. Yes, Dr. Ed Group, the third.
4: Okay, and uh, you know it's like it's a good thing we're not in Ireland because you know they call
3: him you know Ed the It's it deterred. Yeah, yeah. You're deterred, there, my friend, You're Good okay, to good. see you. Oh no, so, that's, uh, welcome, that's to
4: <laughs> welcome to the show. Sorry. Welcome to the show, Doctor Ed. You know, it's like I, you know, it's like we're very happy to have you on. This is our first. Well, no, it's our second interview in all the years we've been on, and primarily because I don't find that most people have a whole lot to offer other people, and that should offend everybody who's asked me to be on the show. But, oh, well, something new.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> if I don't offend, it, it's news. It, yeah, if you don't offend, then we're doing something wrong,
2: apparently. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: So, welcome to the show, Ed.
2: And, hey, Ed, thanks for having me on. I mean, you guys are amazing, and uh, I'm honored to be on as the second guest. Or, uh, and you guys are hilarious. So, um, yeah, it's great yeah. to know you guys. And, and thanks a lot for having me on. And it's it,
3: it, truly, it truly is a pleasure. Yeah. You're, you're one Somebody's doing just great stuff in the world. Can you, since we have done no introduction other than Dr. Ed Group, can you uh, tell us a little bit about what you do, what it's about, what your point of view is about things?
2: Yeah. So as a kid, I've always kind of been very spiritual and, and had lots of visions, and um, nobody could really understand me. And I can remember going into psychiatrist's office and being evaluated, and thank God that was back then because I would be on all kinds of medications like, you know, for hyperactivity and everything else. But um, so I kind of had to learn on my own and, and kind of had a desire. Did really wasn't one of those individuals that was really into school um, at the time. I just couldn't understand it, and I didn't really believe a lot of times the way that the teachers were teaching were the proper method. And so uh, that kind of led me into the Army after high school, and I kind of learned, you know, the desire to, you know, help people in there and, and the team environment. And so uh, when I got out, I really wanted to be a heart surgeon, and I was uh, in college and going through the standard switching from college to college, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. But then I kind of decided I wanted to be a heart surgeon. And right before that, I ended up meeting a guy that was doing some research on natural cancer. So I kind of got into this underground, um, you know, natural cancer therapy society thing, and then there was a research team that was being developed, um, and they asked me if I wanted to be part of the research team, which was to go around and to gather as much information as we can from all the, you know, natural doctors in Germany or Australia or wherever they were, But back then we didn't even have internet access, so we really had to figure out where these little conventions were and then go to the conventions and talk to the doctors. And so that led us to, uh, getting lots of data on individuals that were, had more than a 50, 60, 70% success rate. And at the time, MD Anderson only had a 4% success rate. Of course we knew that was based on five years, right? Or four and a half years. Um so so that's how I kind of got into the natural and then started believing in it and um, we opened up a cancer clinic in 1999 and you know it it went deeper and deeper and deeper as to the cause because our main focus as a team was to look at the root cause of disease or or, or evaluate the root cause of disease and what we found was it was an accumulation of chemicals and toxins and everything that was congesting the body and people were taking in millions of toxins through their food and water and so we realized that the root cause of pretty much any degenerative disease is not only you know emotional and spiritual but the physical aspect was the toxicity that they were under. Um, and. And so the most successful doctors that we met with that were working with and getting rid of cancer or any disease for that matter were the ones that were really cleansing the body. I mean, spiritually cleansing the body through meditation, uh, physically cleansing the body through intestinal cleansing, and then repairing the gut was always the number one thing that they would do. And then multiple liver cleansing because the liver was the next organ that needs to filter and to process all those chemicals. And then after the liver, that came up, This it was kind of a system that we saw that was consistent. And after the liver, they would do a harmful organism or a parasite cleanse, which would clean out all of the mold and fungus and, you know, any type of bacteria, yeast, uh, or even worms. And then the last thing they would do would do a chemical and heavy metal cleanse. and by doing that, the philosophy is basically simplicity because you know cleansing has been used for ages and ages and ages. But the the individual person can learn about the condition and cleanse the body, and the result of the cleansing would you would have your self healing mechanism that we all have, the God given self healing mechanism, activated again, and then the self healing mechanism can take care of. You know, any, any problem that you have. So, um, so then we opened up a cancer clinic and ultimately we got raided by the FDA and we got shut down and all of our files were taken. And so we really started to understand the big picture of, you know, how the whole system works. And, uh, and at that point in time, we switched over to, uh, producing some of these very rare formulas these mixtures of herbs or these oxygen-based things or these uh, high-end probiotics that nobody knows about. So we took uh, what these doctors were using. Uh, we formulated a specific line of nutraceuticals really based upon that philosophy is that you need to clean the inside of your body and then you need to clean your environment, which would mean your home and your office and everything else because we realized the environment is what causes you harm, the environment in which you put yourself in, and that means what you eat, where you live, who your friends are, I mean, the whole circle that surrounds your energetic field. So uh, so so then we started focusing on those and focusing on cleansing and and we learned a lot and and, and that's pretty much what we do today is just teach people how to reactivate the body's self healing mechanism and there's one thing that just works for every single condition, I mean you know uh, people don't need a lot of different supplements because the doctors still da- uh, today right Dana the chiropractors I mean we're still taught also to treat the symptoms and not the root yep. cause. And so it's it's all about, you know, education and, and letting people know. Even when we had our cancer clinic and people would come in and the first thing I would ask them is, why do you have cancer? But now Gary taught me, I should say, uh, what is it that you think caused your cancer <laughs> or whatever, because I've been working on that why. Um, well, so anyway, nobody knew. Nobody knew what caused their conditions. And... So we were like we would have to explain to them and say, don't you think you need to understand why you have the condition or what the condition was caused for, from before you move on forward?
3: Just that just that one question in most people's worlds is is life-changing and world-shattering, you know? Even even the idea that you might realize that there's a reason you created it makes people go, "What? Or you created it for a purpose?" Yeah.
4: Yeah, you know, it's like one of the one of the questions we always ask people when they come, they have cancer. It's like, so what are you dying to get out of? And they go, I don't want to die. I said, Yeah, I get that. But the word want means lack, to lack. And in an old dictionary, prior in 1946, there are 27 different definitions of the word want, meaning to lack. So every time you say I don't want, you're saying I don't lack. So you get it. And it's like, what is it these people are creating that they don't even know they're creating? And to me, that's just an amazing thing. And I love the fact that we can have this and everything is changeable as a result of it. So it's like when, when I ask people, you know, what are you dying to get out of? Or when Dane does, it's like, it's amazing the stuff that comes out of their mouth. And it's like, and the people who said to me, I don't want to die from this. And I said, well, then... You know, so when did you create this or where did you create this where it worked for you? Because in other lifetimes, you know, other realities, we have created this stuff because it was a solution to a problem. And if we can create a solution to the problem, then we'll do it again, even though it makes absolutely no sense. And so it's an amazing thing to see the difference, to have the
2: difference. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think all of us and probably most of the people that are listening to this were we're born into this world to try to help people and to try to change the world. I mean, what better job can you have when you give and you help somebody else? And at the end of the day, you actually change somebody's life in a positive way. Exactly.
4: You know, it makes a big, big difference. And it's like, and there's so many people... And and I do want to give you a little piece of information, and I have not given this to Dr. Ed before, so this is brand new for him. We in Access have this point of view that there are two types of beings on the planet. One is human, and they're right and you're wrong. And one is humanoid, and they always think they must be wrong and always looking for
3: what they need to do different. And the humanoids are always the ones who are looking for other possibilities, looking to create change, looking to change the world, looking to make things a greater place, and they always tend to be in judgment of themselves, wondering why they can't be like everybody else, why they're so different, and they feel like the round peg in the square hole continuously. So I just would like you to look at that in in relationship
4: to your early life, because I think you were one of those square pegs in a round hole, and you (laughs) just couldn't fit into this reality, and as you said, it's a good thing you weren't diagnosed at this time because they put people on drugs for that kind of stuff. And we have a lady named Anne Maxwell who wrote a book, You Wouldn't Teach a Fish to Climb a Tree. And I would really like to get one. Did I give you one of those books? I hope. If I didn't, I will get you one, okay?
3: Yeah, oh, I love it, yeah.
4: Cool, because Anne is brilliant. She's a child psychologist or something. I don't know what the hell she is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> And the book is about about kids with ADD, well, people yeah. with ADD, ADHD, OCD, and autism. And our point of view about it is they're actually the mutation of a species to a higher order of function.
4: Yeah. And then, of course,
3: what happens is everybody tries to put them in the box, and they get
4: degraded and told that they're wrong.
3: Yeah. So one of the things that interests me at is where you know, with with the amazing success of you and The ability that you've had to to create an awareness, you know, essentially systems for people to to work on their their stuff. But you know, you went out and you looked and you went, okay, well, there's this, 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 and had the overview to put it all in place and have this tremendous success on the physical level. And also, it's interesting to me to see where that also coincides with what we do in access because. Our point of view is, or our awareness is, your point of view creates your reality. Reality doesn't create the point of view. So it's about changing the points of view that create the physical or emotional or mental or whatever condition it is that you have. Um, and, you know, you've been going at it from this other side of primarily physical, but also, you know, adding in the spiritual. It's it's interesting to see that that what works, works, no matter which yeah. happens and where you go about it, from my personal point of view,
4: it's like I don't think you did the spiritual. I think you did the conscious relationship because spiritual so much has you know most of the people who do spiritual are kind of judgmental. I don't know whether you noticed, but you didn't do it from a point of judgment. You do it from a point of question, which is consciousness. Consciousness is always created by a question, not by a conclusion. So, we well, uh, yeah, I. Important. On the same yeah, I,
2: I totally agree
4: You know, and um, I just think it's wonderful And you are, you know, it's like I meet very few people I find interesting You're one of the people I find very interesting Because you you don't come <laughs> to a conclusion And you're always in question You're always looking for another possibility That's so different in the world You do know you're different,
2: right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I have known that I've been different since I was a kid and and seemed like nobody was out there that I could talk to that understood and then that's why I actually got into the research of the indigo children and the star children and the rainbow children and the crystal children and and all of these you know highly elevated beings and you know, what's causing, you know, these scenarios to happen and the link between the vaccinations and, um, you know, the rabbit hole that that goes down. But uh, it's it's really sad to see what's happening with our children today. As a matter of fact, I just did a show not too long ago on the effects Wi-Fi is having on children in the schools. Um, just the way the schools teach, uh, you know, is really uh, upside down and the children are being exposed to massive amounts of toxins and they're, you know, all the vaccines that they're getting. And so, you know, all this stuff is just causing, you know, massive toxicity within the system. And, you know, it's that's kind of what we noticed over the years working with people and going through these cleansing pro, uh, programs is they do start to improve in all levels of their life when their body becomes clean. I mean, some people do 20-day water-only fast. Some people do other different types of fasts. But um, the beautiful thing is, like, what, what you said earlier, you're doing the same. We're both doing maybe kind of the same thing, except I'm working the physical and cleaning it all out and bringing the self-healing mechanism back up. And then you're doing the same type of we're doing energetic it. individual.
4: Yeah, well, we're doing it. And we also have, you know, we also try to teach people to, recognize their, you know, their body's ability to heal. And one of the things we've noticed is, it's like when I first got into this, I had the point of view, you had to heal the person before they could gain consciousness. And what I noticed is that as they gain consciousness, their bodies heal. I thought, that's totally the wrong way that I had looked at it, because I'd been taught that no, no, you have to heal the body or the being can't heal. So we, uh, you know, we're we're just about to a break, so I just want to say it's like, you know, let's talk some more about this when we come back, because
3: you're, you know, it's like I love the way you look at the world.
4: It's just great.
3: As do I. <clears throat> so, we'll finish what Gary was saying, and uh, we will delve into this more in a couple minutes on the Access Consciousness show on Voice America. Be right back. <laughs>
0: You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show.
6: Welcome
4: back, everybody. It's Gary
3: and Dane and the amazing Dr. Edge Group, G R. OUP and we are having a conversation kid
4: yeah and it's you know it's like it's really great to meet somebody like you It's like one of the things I discovered years ago I had back surgery and I was you know it's like and I was I was in an automobile accident and I was like laid out for a year and a half out of out of three years and I started riding my horse and when I would ride my horse, My back would get better. And so it's like this company that this lady who had violated my right of way and had caused this accident that had caused me to have all this pain. It's like her insurance company was trying to prove that I was not taking care of myself and I was doing everything wrong. And that's why I deserve no payment for the accident that she had caused. So one of the things that occurred was that this chiropractor that I'd been to who stopped treating me when I ran out of insurance money, Uh, he was going to, you know, he was going to testify against me. And I had found this neurosurgeon and he said, oh, we don't know everything about the body. The body is a unique thing that heals itself if you give it the right condition. I went, what? And he said, the one thing I've noticed about people that ride horses there's a way that if they know how to ride right, it pumps the sacrum in such a way that it pumps fluid up the spine and heals it. And he said this on a stand, and I ended up getting some money, not much, but a little bit. And I thought it was amazing because I realized he was not just a doctor, um, an deity who had his, you know, an MDity, yes, a medical doctor who had his MDity on him he was actually a healer who wanted people to get better and look for what was creating that result. You do that too and I think it's
3: awesome.
2: <laughs> well, thanks. I mean, I'm I'm just you know, I just try to look and do the research on the root cause of everything, you know, what's what's going on in the air, but at the same time give people solutions that they need on how to to do things. I mean, think about when we had our cancer clinic and the reason we were so successful Was we spent time with the patient. I mean, nowadays, the average time spent with any physician, seven to eight minutes. How are you going to properly diagnose a patient in that amount of time? How are you going to prescribe anything to that patient? And we would, we would spend two hours explaining, you know, in the initial consult, explaining to them how and why they have the disease that they have, the process that we use, how you can reactivate your body's self-healing mechanism with cleansing. And then the, then we would go to their house and we would look at their house because that's part of the their environment. Remember, a long time ago, doctors used to just come to ha- homes because they wanted to check out and see what was around the home and then take care of the individual because the energy there in their home is usually better than at a hospital. And so so the whenever we were, well, I forgot I forgot which way I was going with that, but. Uh, so the the to heal self healing mechanism. Huh?
4: Welcome to Auto We have that happen all the
3: time.
2: <laughs> yeah, we have. We have <laughs> so uh, <ridiculous. laughs> no, so I, I knew I was. So we used to go into the patient's homes all the time because we wanted to check out their environment in the home. And oh my gosh, we would find mold, and we would you know go through their kitchen, and they're cooking on toxic cookware, and they were using plastic, and they were putting their food in the microwave, and so part of you know, healing somebody or at least educating somebody on how to heal is to clean up, in, in our philosophy, clean up the body and the body will heal itself and clean up the environment and the environment and the body will heal.
3: See, we have a, we have a similar, <clears throat> we have a homologue to that, which is if you clean up their points of view and their unconscious points of view and the places where they're sticking themselves energetically, we see the same thing happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's really um, cool to see the parallels. And it's
4: nice to know that there's a healer out there, like you, who actually wants to take care of people and actually wants to have a good way of helping them help themselves. Because you're not trying to do it and saying you're in charge, you're trying to help them educate themselves and find what's going to work for them way different than most doctors you're just way different dude sorry you're you're a you're a double d definitely different
2: (laughs) well it's it's all about simplicity too and for me it's it's like it can't be that hard to heal the body and so over the years even 20 years ago when I had standard process reps and all these vitamin reps coming in and they were, you know, we had to give people 30 supplements for this condition, 30 supplements for this condition. But we were giving those individuals the supplements without taking two steps back and cleansing them out to begin with. Because even when we started doing uh, research on cleansing, we found that, you know, in about 90 days, half, most of your symptoms go away. Even after the first intestinal cleanse and the first liver cleanse, we started seeing people's symptoms go away, and that's when I realized that pretty much every diagnosis that anyone goes to for a doctor is potentially wrong, because we didn't get to the root cause of the problem until four or five layers, like an onion, started peeling off. So that was pretty shocking information that we have, but, you know, educating people about genetically modified foods, about the dangers of flu shots, about all the chemicals, uh, artificial sweeteners that they consume, you know, getting them on just a good organic diet. That way they're avoiding the majority of the toxins that are going to come into the body. Um, We've been doing a lot more education recently about the dangers of electromagnetic frequencies, 5G, there was a study done by a Navy scientist on some declassified documents that we got that showed uh, the scientist was injecting methylene blue into rats. And then, uh, of course, that didn't pass the blood-brain barrier, but then he exposed the rat to the same gigahertz frequency as cell phones that we all use today. And as soon as he did that, the methylene blue shot up into the brain. So we know now beyond a shadow of a doubt that uh, these harmful frequencies are opening up our blood-brain barrier to all kinds of chemicals and toxins and metals. And that's why you're seeing uh, a huge increase right now in Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, because the 5G system has been installed in most cities. Uh, So at this point in time, uh, more and more people are suffering from electromagnetic hypersensitivity. Uh, so it's, it's something that we definitely need to consider, and you know, in the future because it's a pretty serious situation that's been going on. Yeah, and it's you know, it fact. Well, you know, uh, Ma- yeah, Masaru Emoto, with his work on uh, messages from water, he said the electromagnetic was the had the worst effect on water in our bodies. It vibrates the water, and the vo- and the water can never form into its crystalline structure to communicate with the other cells. Wow. Hey, <clears throat> this is
3: interesting. Two things I want to mention. Number one, well, actually three. Um, number one is I am so grateful to you because you are one of the only practitioners, healers, doctors that I have met that has this awareness of the the value of this. But, it, but you're not insane about it. You're not like Mr. Conspiracy Theory. You know, it, it's like you're just like, here it is, man. And here it is, here's, you know, what do you want to do, not, oh, you must live your life in a hole and only drink distilled water out of a rat's anus, or, you know what I mean? Like, the weirdest friggin' shit people talk about as a way of trying to scare people into having a different reality.
4: Well, it's trying to scare people into actually choosing what you're trying to teach them how to choose, Yeah, I think is great. Thank
3: you. It was brilliant, and that other thing that you said, because being a chiropractor who was also visited by all those reps, and like like you said, thirty supplements for this, thirty supplements for this. It's like, who the hell can do that? And you know, and and the thing that you said about about take two steps back and actually get to the basis of what's going on. And one of the interesting things that I noticed with what we do is. We change people's underlying fixed points of view, and we also, as you know, we have these, or at least we've spoken about it uh, a bit. We have these hands-on body processes that we haven't told him about. Though. I did. I told oh, him the other did. day. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that okay. that change the energetic functioning of the body. So what we see in access is people who, where everybody else is functioning like everybody else's body, so they have these things like 5G creating this effect, you know, opening up the blood-brain barrier as one example. Like, we see that the people that actually use the access consciousness tools and the body processes don't have the same physiological response as other bodies on the planet. It's like they they have a, like, their body is far more malleable and flexible in its ability to respond to everything, including electromagnetic, because we've had people with electromagnetic sensitivity you know or also uh, you know that hypersensitivity to smell sound, etc, and yeah people who have
4: you know the the chemical sensitivity right we've reduced that by as much as ninety percent and eighty five percent of the people we dealt
3: with and for the most part it was done you know well, I guess for the entire part it was it was done from this energetic perspective of giving the person access to their consciousness, which is exactly what you're talking about, the healing power of the body. Which is very cool. Yeah, I, um,
2: you know, we've, you know, looking back, I was just, I was thinking, you know, the old doctors, when you look at even alchemy back in the 1600s or the 1400s, and and that's one of the things that we've really, uh, I've studied alchemy, the spagyric part of it, where you bring the plant back to life uh, in a way, not uh, by putting the by burning it and putting the plant salts back in and everything, but um, yeah, I think that we do have a lot of good things happening and and people staying positive all the time with their health and and being able to uh, do water fasting, for example. I was looking into that when you were talking about the ways to to raise consciousness, and if you look back in multiple. Spiritual texts, you'll see that water-only fasting was a was a really good way to regenerate the body, and it was also a very consciousness-opening experience as well. I uh, I went, I did it, I tried it out with 18 days water-only fasting and uh, and meditation, and I tell you what, it it really made a difference in the way I felt, the connection that I had, the understanding of you know what all was going on in my energy field, what needed to be changed in my energy field. It was a, it was, it was definitely a spiritual, a consciousness, a conscious awakening, and uh, you know, extremely helpful for my health. I wanted to go through it just to, so I could tell people what it was like, and I documented the whole thing. But um, isn't the main goal just to raise the consciousness of the planet and have every individual raise their consciousness?
4: Yeah, you know, it's like one of the things we looked at is like you know, everybody's trying to save the planet. And it's like, but it's like even, you know, it's like, I mean, science tells us that if you, you know, if you laugh around the planet, it grows. But if you are angry around the planet, it dies. It's like, what mm-hmm. if you stopped having all the anger we have on the planet and started having a whole lot more joy and laughter? What would it create for the planet if that was our method and our, you know, means of functioning? Instead of this constant state of upset and intrigue. And that's what we look for. It's like we always tell people, You want to heal the planet? Laugh, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's I'm the always- truth. That's the truth. I had a I had a cancer case just, just on that little mention right there. I had a cancer case years and years and years ago. And we were trying to determine um, you know, why somebody that, like Lance Armstrong, who's very yeah. fit, gets cancer, and somebody who, you know, eats donuts all day long and, and drinks alcohol. We found this guy, He in literally he ate a box of donuts a day, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I mean, all he did, he drank at least a fifth of alcohol a day. He smoked two and a half packs of cigarettes a day. And he was kind of healthy, and he was like 75 years old. You know, so what, what is the difference? What's the connection here that we're missing? Well, when we evaluated the guy, you know what he uh, did most of the day? He watched comedies on TV, and he watched shows that made him laugh. So he was laughing all day long, and, you know, the only thing that we could pinpoint was the emotional uh, loving of himself and the fact that he was laughing and he was in a positive mood, and that overrode every single possible poison that he was putting in his body every single day. <laughs>
4: That's our point of view. It's yep. Like you want to get rid of the poison, laugh, damn it. Yep. Make it funny. Look at I mean, it's like if we looked at our lives as, you know, comedic I love Lucy moments instead of, you know, days of our lives moments, <laughs> what more could we create?
2: I mean, you're okay. right. Time time passes by, and you you don't you don't get time back. Really, it's once it's gone, it's gone. So, um, yeah. Well, no. But I do no. think. I, what do you guys think? Do you think that the consciousness is rising?
4: It is. That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we do twenty four seven to try and raise the consciousness. And it's like, I mean, even you know, it's like people said, "Oh, Trump has been so bad." Yes. What Trump has done is he's exposed the suppressed anger the suppressed hatred the suppressed prejudice all of that's being exposed now and it's coming to light and it's like but what it's also bringing up is like these kids that were in you know the the sarah douglas high school who went after the nra and it's like these kids are trying to create a different world and we personally have been trying to find the way to bring out the statesman and not the politician because the politician's Favor those that they, you know, that favor them and give them money. And so it's like, what if we had a statesmanship relationship? It was more like it was when we started the, you know, the U.S. government, where it was about how do we create a place where it's better for all? You know, the common good was greater than
3: the individual good. Right now, it's seriously
4: into the individual good.
3: Yeah, where we truly had statesmen rather than politicians who were in it for their own individual good. And I think we're at about that point where it's about time to take another break on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. This is Dane and Gary. We're talking with Dr. Ed Group. And uh, well, hey, Ed, before we go to break, where can people find you?
2: GlobalHealingCenter.com or Global Healing Center on YouTube, Twitter, social media. Um, but the website has a wealth of information out there to you know for free, and uh, we'll be happy to help anybody that calls in as well.
3: Awesome. Go to GlobalHealingCenter.com, find this amazing man, and we'll be back in a couple minutes on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Mm-hmm.
5: Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift.
6: When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. AccessConsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy and glory. Go to AccessConsciousness.com to learn more.
0: You're tuned in to The Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. It's
3: Gary. And Dane, welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where we're talking with a healer man, Dr. Ed Groot.
4: Yes. You know, it's like yeah, I I love hearing the things you're talking about because so do I. It's like it's coming at the same <clears throat> I guess the same root cause that we are coming from. We're looking for how we raise the consciousness so people learn how to live with their bodies <coughs> instead of having a life. And it's like one of the things we've noticed is people feel like they've had a life. This actually came about I was they were having a uh, 50th high school reunion at my former high school and they found me and so I got a call from this lady who had been one of the people I'd been friends with when I was in high school that I hadn't seen in over 50 years and she uh, I said how would you find me? She said I was a skip tracer for the IRS <laughs> I went what? He said yeah I can find anybody I said oh cool and then she said, you know, I said, so, uh, you know, it's like, so what are you doing in your life? And she said, well, I had a good life. I had a good marriage. I, you know, it's like I have my grandchildren. I get to see them once a year. I had, I had, I had. And I went, whoa. Okay. She's had a life. I'm living. And it's like I'm going to go on living until I drop dead and forget it. You know, it's like for me, it's like. You have to have the action of living daily in order to be able to move on, and I get from the things you said that you have a similar point of view. You have to have the
3: action of living
0: continuously. If you're going out of- wow.
2: stuff was happening in the background. So, okay, uh, so. I feel that way. I mean, I feel that uh people are pay just like you said earlier they're stressed out they're paying way too much time to their iPhone they're they're watching way too much TV they're actually wasting time in their life that they can be using to work on themselves because when you leave this planet, you don't really take anything with you, you know. No matter how much money you have or whatever. So, but what you do take with you is how much you've grown your consciousness and how much you've grown spiritually, or you know how much you've grown as a person. So, and how are you? And how you're remembered? So, you know, just education. The schools are not teaching children how to read labels. Um, you know, parents don't know what to feed their kids. So, uh, most of it is just. The educational part of how you can clean your environment, clean your body, therefore, you know, at the same time cleaning well, if, your mind. If you, if I think your, you know,
3: your mind is, you know, one, one of, of your the biggest best environment of toxic waste, and it is. It's one <laughs> of the, you know, our point of view is your mind is a dangerous thing. Waste it. Yeah, you
4: know, if we come to judgments <laughs> or conclusions, all we're doing is creating more toxicity.
2: That's right, that's right, that's right. Well, a long time ago, we you know, before we even had prescription medication or anything, we only need, if you think about it, to heal the body of any single disease, clean water, clean air, sunlight, and rest. Because uh, I'm just, what is the simplest way? Or actually, what you're, what you guys are doing, even simpler than that is making a decision in your mind and doing it instantaneously.
4: But they yeah, didn't exactly. know that
2: back. They didn't know that back then, so they had to rely on the sunlight and the and the clean air, and the nature, and people yeah. used to, uh, you know, go to healing springs all over the place, and. Uh, and so in the, each healing spring could wipe out a different condition. And so now, you know, of course the FDA and the AMA came and closed all of those uh, healing springs down. So, I mean, people need to take responsibility for their own health these days. I mean, they yeah. they need to learn about what they're putting in their body and they need to learn about different ways that they can improve.
4: Well, I, I have, you know, it's like, I, you know, we have horses. And I had a horse years ago who would get out of this corral and go out and eat dandelions and I go why don't you go for the hay and the grain and all the good stuff that's you know like fattening and stuff instead of going for dandelions and then I was gone once and he went down and they sent him to the vet and it turned out he had colon cancer and he had 18 feet of his colon had to be removed but he had been eating dandelions Then I discovered that dandelions are something that can heal cancer. And it's like you can eat them, you can, you know, you can put them in a tea, you can do all kinds of stuff with them. And this past year, I had one of my horses that came down with skin cancer, and I started giving her dandelion root. And the cancer healed, and I was stunned. But I get that our body has this amazing way of working if we give it the substance it needs to jack it up and make it work. And it sounds to me like the things you've done with your supplements and stuff is to find those things that actually are almost homeopathic in the way in which they work with your body to let it determine what's going to work.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, it's not, you know, and I tell people, I'm not the doctor. You're the doctor. You know, you're the one that's going to heal yourself. I'm not going to heal you. I'm going to give you advice, or I'm going to tell you what I would do, or or look at your situation and say, this is this is what I would recommend, but. That doesn't mean anything unless you believe it, unless you're part of it, unless you, you know, take that responsibility. And I'll say, you know, you are the one that's going to heal you, not me. Don't look outside of yourself and look at me and say, he's going to heal me because that's not going to exactly. happen. You're going to have to look inside yourself and believe it, and you're going to have to tell yourself, and you're going to have to ma- um, produce, not manifest it. Gary got me on that. Almost, I caught myself, <laughs> huh, Gary? Yeah. <Good. laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> Um, but, you know, and that, and so because we looked at people, too, that were doing the same types of therapies. But one of them was happy. One of them believed that they were going to get better and the other one didn't. They thought they were going to die. They put that thought in their head so they would die. So, you know, that's a very important part of the healing process when you're going through um, taking anything or, or cleansing or yeah. detoxificating or, or anything like that is letting that individual know that they're in charge of their own healing. But And also that choice
3: that somebody makes, you know, people don't recognize that somebody's choice is what creates. And so when you get them and you go, hey, look, I'm not doing this for you, you're the one who's going to be making this choice. And here's some tools you can use to actualize this for, you know, That that, that one, I mean, that is so empowering. And that's really what's required. Yeah, and it's like even when we do our work with people, we
4: get them to go. So, you know, like by asking the question, what are you dying to get out of? It's amazing where people will what well, will come out of their mouths and they're actually dying because of a decision or a choice they made. And we've had people do that. It's, it's like we, we used to try and work with people that, you know, major cancer and stuff. But since we only got a 50% result, we didn't think we were doing any good. Because our basic point of view is if we don't get an 80%, 90% result with every person we work with, we're missing something. So I'm really Mm -hmm. glad that you're around because at this point, I would now send them to you to get some supplements and stuff. Because I know that the thing we've been unable to do is is give them that place where they could choose what was going to work for them. But I I also must admit that I do tell people you go to a doctor like you go to a mechanic. You want to find out what's wrong with your car and then you decide what you're going to do with it or whether you're going to sell it or replace it. And it's like I look at doctors as mostly mechanics. And and I've had amazing experiences because of that because I go to them to find out what they think is wrong with me. And then I go, okay, body, can we heal this? And I ask the body every time, can we heal this? And it usually says yes.
2: Well, see, that's um, that's that's my philosophy too. Um, the medical system is there for if you get in an emergency accident, car accident, to put you back together. We have the best emergency system in the world, in the yeah, in the world. But as far as disease management goes, the, we have the worst system. Where I think we're ranked number fifty-five or something in the nation. So you know. I, I totally agree with you, and that's why we focused on cleansing the body, because we already identified that the root cause of the disease is already the accumulations of toxins in the body. And um, with the you know, you can use the medical system for all their diagnosis stuff, which actually helps you out. But then you go, like you said, to, to you or it's somebody that, you know, can clean you out and actually explain to you the root cause. So um, I'm definitely on board with you on that one.
4: Well
3: cool. man, um, you know, and we're on board with you. It's it you know, and it is as Gary said before, it's really rare. Um, that's why you're only the second person we've ever interviewed on the show and we've had the show for many years. And you know, it's interesting that thing about the toxins in the body where you talked about the guy who was seventy five and smoked and drank and ate whatever that he wanted. That sounds like me. It sounds like Gary. Um, but it it's interesting how you know Like I was saying before, your point of view creates your reality. Reality doesn't create your point of view. And so how many of the things that have turned into toxins in people's bodies that are physical at this point were actually created as a result of the points of view they had that were toxic that they never learned to deal with, never even recognized were there, just lived and suffered that. And now they have this this physical actualization of this thing. It's interesting to see where... You know, it, it, it's sort of this this merry-go-round. You can jump on at any point, go forward or backwards, and see. Well, uh, once you're on, you don't get to jump <laughs> off. But what, Exactly. Once you're on, you don't get to get off. So it's kind of like being married. Once you're married, you don't get to get off anymore. Anyway, that was a puck and pot everything. <laughs> that was, whatever. I don't, who said that? Um, <laughs> never having been married. I don't have actual proof. I've just heard a lot of stories. But, you know, if you could look at it, it's like, okay, so we have toxicity here. Was it created from the, you know, because the points of view contribute to it continuously, and then we have this physical thing show up. And so this this thing that you're adding to what we talk about, which is going to that root cause and also being able to undo it on a physical level, such an amazing gift. Great, thank you.
4: For well, I mean, what you're doing.
2: Yeah, I think that. Um now we are making progress with people, and uh, ultimately, with all of the change that you guys are doing, which is just absolutely incredible, and everybody else working out there, and everybody you know giving the right information to people out there. That we are slowly making progress. I mean, just from the from the disease. Toxin standpoint with genetically modified foods, we've made a lot of progress, even with organic. Now you can find organic stuff in airports. And, you know, with all the organic and with all this other stuff that's happening, you know, the earth is sick as well right now. I mean, we look at the air quality on the earth, which is a little bit sick, and then the water and the and the food, um, but with all of our work together, I think that we're slowly changing that. And, and I'm, you know, I, I, when I meditate, I meditate over the whole the city, the state, the country, and then the world to bring some positive healing energy and, and everything else to, to try to help create that change. And the more and more people that are doing that, I think we're starting to see some progress being made. Um, for for example, just at our organic farms, we do biodynamic stuff, and we uh, everybody has to have a good attitude in the mornings, and they have to go like talk to the plants. We use music therapy for the plants. We, even when we pick the plants, we do it at a certain uh, astrological cycle time, and we don't even use metal. We use like a ceramic, or we pinch it off to preserve the natural energy of the the. Because it's all energy. It's you, know, you can have the same. You can have twenty different types of milk thistle herb, but only one of them might show that powerful energy, that healing energy. Considering the fact that most nutraceutical companies, they all sterilize all the herbs when they come in, and all of the finished goods go through an X-ray machine to look for any uh, metal. Right. So, so I mean, um, if you look at if you look at a plant
3: as you know, like a baby. You know, one that is loved, cared for, has nice music playing in the background, is nurtured. It's like it's got a different energy to it. It, You know, everything has consciousness. Plants, animals, trees, us, every molecule in the universe has consciousness. And so what you're saying makes so much sense because you bring it up like that, and that's that's the energy that it gets to live as and contribute as. And we have a
4: uh, hands-on process where we can actually remove toxins from things. And, you know, it's like change the taste of wine, okay? We can change anything. So we looked at all the ways we can do that. And whenever we go through an airport or something, we use that process so that we are not affected by the x rays and the radiations and all the stuff that we're bombarded with.
3: Yeah, so we can do this thing of traveling the world and be re- remain relatively unscathed or even greater when we get there. And part of what we want to do is. is like you it's like we want to put those tools in people's hands and for you it's it's from this perspective you know the cleanses supplements etc and for us it's giving them the energies that are actually available that we all have access to but opening them and unlocking them so they can be this walking talking contribution and this walking talking change in the world and i totally
2: agree that that's yeah, I totally agree that that's definitely what we all want. Uh, I'm a mediator, I'm a mediator between nothing and that really is where my place is because, um, ultimately I believe that you don't need to do it. You have the power to do all that with your mind and you, and once you learn how to use it correctly, then you, that's it. I mean, honestly, you probably wouldn't even have to eat or even drink for that matter. I mean, if you, if right. you get to the point where you're, where you have that ability, we have the ability to do anything. And I ultimately, that's where I would love to see all of humanity, right there at that level. So what I'm doing is I'm just like that second step before they get to you where they're, you know, I'm like, you know, teaching them about health, cleaning them all out, and then they move on to you for the more advanced stuff.
3: I don't know just more exactly. advanced. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> and I also have to say, I am. we are both so grateful you were here in this world doing what yes. you're doing. Thank you. And thank you for today's conversation. I am sorry we are at the end of the show. I would love to talk to you for hours. And at some point I'm going to, probably not on the show, though, but um, <laughs> very much looking forward to it. So your website is globalhealingcenter.com.
2: Yes, globalhealingcenter.com, and they can anybody can get any information that they would like, or they can call our customer service satisfaction team, where we have people that are basically health coaches that will answer your questions and help you with whatever you need. Awesome! I love it. Thank you so much, Ed, and thanks for for having me on. Um, I really appreciate it. I I feel honored that I'm your second guest so i really appreciate you guys and everything that you guys are doing as well and i'm hoping to learn as much as i can from you
3: thank you very much for listening to today's show okay bye y'all
0: We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.